0: welcome to it. How are you, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Yeah. Yourself? I'm not doing too well today. <laughs> I'm pretty tired uh, and I have uh, have a couple other things going on. So today is going to be um, abbreviated. So it's not going to be the, uh, the full 45 minutes to an hour course. You know what? I say that a lot, but I'm really gonna try and stick to it this time. Uh, I'm really gonna try and stick to it. Well, we did just yeah, we just planned for like an hour and a half before this. So that's true. That's true. But we usually do that anyway. But normally, I'll have some stuff lined up and it'll save us a lot of time. But there's been about three to four days worth of video that we've been reviewing and things like that. So uh, these first days back always uh, take some extra time because we have uh, about four or five days to catch up on in 90 minutes. So uh, as you can see that uh, as you can see, it takes. Quite a bit of toll on you before we even start, and I'm sitting here as we're having this conversation beforehand. I'm like, why don't we just record the the, the prepping phase? You know, maybe we should just do that next time, <laughs> next week.
1: Uh, yeah, I was I was thinking about that too. I was like, you know, this is a lot of good content. Where we're, we're
0: it is, and a couple of TOS of, violations. Uh, yeah, a couple of TOS violations. Well, yeah,
1: that, that that too. Yeah. But in the process of planning, we, we are having conversations about this stuff too, and kind of getting a feel for our positioning and the points that we're going to talk about, you know, on these t- topics. So yeah, in, in that all right. I guess all it's right. it's an unfiltered.
0: Okay, I tell you what. Next next week, all right. I tell you what. Let's do this. Let's do this for the exclusive. And I don't know yet if we're going to have one at the end of this week, or maybe we'll just put it off to next week. I'm not sure yet. But the next exclusive, we'll actually record the planning session. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Because we can actually we we do talk about some things that are not uh, we we can't have on the platform. That's true. That's true. Not just because it's TOS breaking, but some of it is, you know, personal or, or, you know, on those things. Cause you know, thing, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But,
0: uh, anyway,
1: I'm not against uh, the idea.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not against it. Uh, but I've never actually thought about doing that, but, uh, maybe we just, maybe we should, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting. It'd be different, I guess. I mean, we're playing audio clips that we wouldn't play here, and we're having discussions that we're not going to have here, and uh, and things like that. So, yeah, it's it, uh, it, it would be interesting. Uh, we just played an audio and clip s- of a TV show from 1981, and we're sitting there and we're laughing about it. And we're like, "How is this not happening right now?" Everything that was said back in 1981 on this this comedy show is now happening. So, <laughs> it's like that. By that's the, the kind of stuff actual we
1: organizations, yeah. By the by actual organization the, that they were talking the about in it, and the, <laughs> and names. the names, yeah. Yeah, which is funny.
0: It is funny. Okay, Um, I tell you what, uh, I guess we'll just start with uh, with what was happening over the weekend. A lot of protests around the Western world, not 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 just in the United States, not just in Australia. Man, you guys really put on a show in Melbourne, I have to say, out in front of Dan Andrews' office. I uh, I like that. Well, excuse me, in front of the uh, the capital I believe it's your Capitol building down there. I, I'm not sure. What, whatever the big government building is down there uh, in Melbourne. Uh, I, I think that's the, the main government building in Victoria. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, one, one of the Aussie people, can you send us a uh, comment or something and let us know if we're wrong on that? But anyway, big protests over the weekend, and not just in Australia. Australia, man, you guys had a big turnout down there. New Zealand, you had a big turnout. Brazil, Romania, the United States... Uh, all across uh, Romania, um, Latvia, Poland, Germany, Italy, France, the UK. I mean, it was all over. Of course, I think the biggest ones we had uh, in Europe were in uh, were in Italy. Robert F. Kennedy spoke there, and I'm not going to go over uh, any of the speech there. But uh, basically, uh, he's on the same page as everything else at the moment. He says, look, all of this was brought about by uh, a sense of the governments were actually, you know, they lied to us. They said it was only going to be two weeks. Do you have your freedoms back yet? And the answer is no. You're going to have to take them back. It's uh, all about...
1: A bit of house cleaning real yeah, quick. Uh, that was their parliament parliament building. Parliament building. Okay. Uh,
0: well, well, apparently they don't get any work done in there, just like they don't get any work done in any of the, these other government buildings that are in the West. I have yet to see an actual bit of work that these people are actually doing other than stomping on everybody's rights. What are they actually doing? As opposed to everything that they're doing outside of the letter of the law and violating people's human rights, what are they actually doing? Anything? Are they, are they even doing anything? The answer is no. I haven't seen a single piece of legislation. You want to call an infrastructure bill in the United States a piece of legislation? We'll go over what's in some of that today. That's not infrastructure. That's garbage. What are these governments actually doing? You've got the likes of uh, Merkel. Why is she even speaking? I mean, what, what is she doing? Aren't you out I mean, what what are you even doing? What the, the the bankers have you up there peddling some BS on on some national TV show? They're out there literally begging people to go out and get vaccinated now. That's how pathetic they are. That's how all these all these leaders. That's how pathetic they are. Boris Johnson is out today saying this boosters it, it's it's very clear that getting th- th- three jabs getting your booster will become an important fact and uh it will make life easier for you in all sorts of ways and we will have to adjust our concept of what constitutes a full vaccination to take account of that and, uh, and i think that is uh, I- increasingly obvious Okay, so boosters are going to be a, a major factor. Uh, yeah, because uh, we're going to have to change the definition of what fully vaccinated actually means. So that's what's going to happen now in order to get you to take a booster. So we're going to start shutting you off. Those of you that have already done what you're told, oh, yeah, that's going to come back around on you. You didn't think it was going to be two and done, did you? No as those of us that were uh, crazy people tried to tell you to begin with, don't do it because they'll make you take another one. And after that, they'll make you take another one. You're hearing it straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. And of course, what's his name down there in, uh down in Australia? Uh, Andrews, Dan Andrews. He said, uh, well, it's going to take uh, it's, it's going to take people uh, uh, going back and getting that booster, because if you have a green tick now and you're double vaccinated, well, that's going to wear off, and then and then you're going to need to book your, uh, your your booster appointment. You're going to have to go and get the booster in order to get that green tick back again. Otherwise, you're going to be uh, unvaccinated, and then you'll fall into the uh, the dregs of society uh, with the rest of the uh, the people that can actually think. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, "Hey, welcome! What took you so long to get down here? Welcome to the world of thinking people. Are you wanting to wake up yet?" Anthony Fauci, Dr. Fauci, the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, I'm not going to play the entire podcast here. I'm not going to even play a clip of it because I'm not going to sit down and sort through 50 minutes of it because I can't stand more than 15 seconds of the man. He was on the New York Times podcast on Friday, and he said that vaccines did not work as advertised and that Americans are in danger due to their waning immunity. Huh. Um, Does that sound oddly similar to what Boris Johnson just said? Pretty much. Hold on. Why Why is he voicing exactly,
1: like, why is he voicing the truth there for vaccinated well, people?
0: I'll tell you why. Because he wants to sell boosters. If you look at all uh-huh. of the companies that have already been paid with taxpayer money, as Kissinger said, they'll pay us for extermination services. Uh-huh. Yeah. They'll pay us to get rid of them. Yeah, sure. The companies have already been paid by the taxpayer or by taxpayer money from criminal governments. For those boosters. Example, the European Union has already purchased boosters on a continent of 500 million people. Why do you need almost 2 billion uh, additional doses of COVID-19 vaccine for 500 million people? Why do you need 2 billion doses of that? Why? And you've made 50 new billionaires in the pharma industry alone in the last 12 months? Uh Uh-huh. So I'll tell you what he's doing. He's selling booster shots. That's what he's doing. That's exactly what he's doing. On November 12th, uh, White House COVID advisor Anthony Fauci went on the New York Times podcast The Daily to discuss the current state of the pandemic in the United States. Now, according to him, He says that they're now starting to see some waning immunity against both infection and hospitalizations several months after the initial vaccination. See, that's not good enough anymore. Yeah, see, that's just, that's not going to do it. You're too much at risk now. So therefore, they're going to have to protect you even further. So you're going to have to go out and get a booster shot. I'm quoting here. He says... Uh, he was pointing towards uh, apparently some incoming data from uh, from Israel. It's funny because he wants to pay attention to some incoming data from Israel now, but he doesn't want to pay attention to it when it's pointing in the opposite direction. They ignore it then, but they're going to be they're going to be paying attention to it now. So they're showing waning immunity in Israel. So now he's going to pay attention to that. Wait a minute. They had uh, peer-reviewed studies and uh, and control studies and everything else out there in Israel about how masks didn't work, how vaccines didn't work. It was causing myocarditis. It was causing Bell's palsy. It was causing heart attacks, strokes, blood clots, everything else. And they didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear it. Now he wants to hear it. Now he wants to hear something else. Now he wants to hear about waning immunity. He noted that it tends to be about a month to a month and a half ahead in terms of the outbreak. See that Israel's just a, yeah, they're about 90 days ahead of us, according to the St. Dr. Anthony Fauci. He says, I'm quoting, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death, which is starting to now involve all age groups. It isn't just the elderly. Uh, See, you got to make a case there for the five to 11 year olds. You see what he's doing? That's exactly what he's doing. He's making a case for the five to five to 11s. He said it's waning to the point that you're seeing more and more people getting breakthrough infections and more and more of those people who are getting breakthrough infections are winding up in the hospital. So basically what you're saying is, in a nutshell, the vaccines don't work. Isn't that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, basically, it doesn't work against current. uh, It doesn't work against current um, uh, strains of uh, COVID uh you know the the mutations we've been talking about the vaccines may have done fantastic work against the alpha variant um the other issue that i have with fauci and and cherry pick cherry picking data uh some of the data he was saying how you're like 56% or 56 times more likely to to be hospitalized if you're unvaccinated versus vaccinated or whatever the number was it was some astronomically high number that he was saying it was a it was a case it was a single case study In a small county that had a low population to begin with. So uh, I I forget where the where it was, if it was like Kentucky or something like that, or or it was it was a small county and there was only maybe a thousand people there, uh, if that, in the county. And he was using that data because many of them came
0: down with covid. So you can actually. I understand why he picked it because the smaller the population, the bigger the numbers you're going to get to report and say. Well, uh, the, the number of average cases we're seeing if we're if we're measuring. You notice they always say that, but they never actually tell you where it comes from. Like you're pointing out, they never tell you where it comes from. Where'd you get that data? What what did you pull, exactly. Where'd you pull that data from? They never tell yeah. you that.
1: And he kept he kept quoting it as if it was uh, happening everywhere in the United States. That was the. The going trend and that's why you should be concerned when in reality the going trend in the united states is a two percent hospitalization rate across the entire uh, country and then uh that that's over all age groups which is and actually when you normal. start that's, yeah that's and normal. when you start going after uh like the, if you start breaking it down by age group and you take over 60 and you you cut that out a hospitalization rate goes into the almost like decimals uh, it's like point it was like 07 or 0.8% uh, chance of being hospitalized from COVID. And then the chance of death, it just starts to plummet once you go underneath uh, under 60. It's 60 and above that it was the, the most concerning. 70 and above was the uh, majority of the deaths that happened from COVID. Um, and we probably don't even have those actual numbers anyway, because uh, New Jersey, New York, Michigan, you know, they were all... Pennsylvania, uh, they were they were sending uh, COVID positive patients into nursing homes, so we don't really know how many actually passed because of COVID and because of government intervention. Again, government does two things very well: extortion and killing. Those are the two things government is fantastic at. And kind of on there with extortion, they're really good at taking the money and then squandering the money at the same time.
0: I was going to say tax collection, but you said it much better than I could have. You said extortion. I mean, that's the same thing. It's what it is. So Fauci went back and warned that uh, vaccinated people uh, should get their booster shot immediately, and as it might actually be more important than health officials first realized. He says, if one looks back at this, one can say, do you know, it isn't as if a booster is a bonus but a booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. I see, you're, you're just going to have to take three now. See, if you're unvaccinated already, then you need three. Yeah, you, you can't just have the two. You, you've got to have all so, three now.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm curious, you know, the conspiracy stuff and blah, 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 uh-huh. one world government, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Um, for my fellow Christian listeners out there, why aren't you resisting this? just because um, uh, we're hearing rhetoric of you won't be able to find a job, uh, you won't be allowed in public, uh, you're going to be locked down if you don't have uh, your vaccine passport. It almost sounds like we're getting on the verge of cannot buy or sell and you have to have a certain mark or, or insignia to... Ensure you can go out in public. We've seen this happen once before in history, but uh, we we, we kind of have in a, uh in time stuff that talks about this kind of a thing. I I hope you're you're resisting this and standing
0: against it. Austria. We'll talk about it. Don't let me forget. We're going to roll right into it here in a second. Austria. Okay. Austria. Yes. Austria. I just want to finish up here with uh, Fauci. He says, uh, I think that the boosting is going to be an absolutely essential component of our response. Not a bonus, not a luxury, but an absolute essential part of the program. What program is that? I'm sorry. I I must have missed that. Is Is there some kind of a program that's going on here that we're not made aware of? You haven't mentioned that yet. What what do you mean a program? Why don't you go into further detail? I'd like to hear what you have to say on the matter. Yeah. I think we all know what the program is at this point. Austria. Okay. You mentioned there about Christians. Why aren't they doing anything or can you not see what's happening? That kind of stuff. So Austria, over the weekend decided that they were for whatever reason, uh, they decided that they were going to implement the world's first nationwide lockdown for the unvaccinated over the age of 12. Well, according to the uh, prime minister that no one voted for. Yeah. Think about that for just a minute. According to the prime minister that no one voted for, that's about two million people. How do you know that? How is it possible for you to even know that? That's what I want to know. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing on top of that, the health minister in Austria is now saying that they're weighing the possibility of a nightly curfew for vaccinated people now. What was it you were just saying about uh, if you're getting the vaccine, well, then that's your mark, you know, Okay, that's that's what you have to buy and sell and do business and and operate in society. Well, it seems as though that they're proposing measures now that even if you have that, you're still not going to have the ability to operate in society. Now, they haven't put that through yet. I'm assuming that they're probably going to because, I mean, let's be honest, uh, if these European criminal organizations at this point, if that's what they're putting through, if they're if they're discussing it then that means they're going to do it because that's the path and the trends that they followed up to this point. If they're discussing it, then that means they're going to do it. So they're, they're to the point now where they discuss it and within a matter of a week, it's passed and nobody knows how it passed. That's where they are. And and every other check and balance that has been put together on the continent over here has been null and void because you have unelected leaders like this that are just making these decisions arbitrarily. So even if you do what you're told, as you're suggesting, or excuse me, yeah, even if you do what you're told as you're suggesting and and take the um, uh, vaccine passport to get into the system to operate in society and to buy and sell and to do this and do that, you're still going to have that taken away from you is my point.
1: Yeah. I, I think uh, what you were saying earlier about the infrastructure, that uh, the infrastructure bill doesn't even uh, work with infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um I I know it's kind of going back on a topic we talked about, but it fits in here. I think it absolutely is infrastructure. But what we consider infrastructure and what the bill is is passing is infrastructure are two different things. It's an infrastructure. It's a structure. It's a a a roadmap, if you will, of exactly what I'm proposing. Uh, it's uh, basically complete control, one world government. You know
0: that 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 sort of thing. Yeah. I I can see that. Okay, let's let's look at the vaccine passport thing. Okay, so that's that's a digital infrastructure, isn't it? You literally have to create an entire system for this to work. But yet no one has agreed to this, have they? Except for the uh, the unelected people. They've agreed to it. But we, the people, we didn't agree to that. The people that have been jabbed, they didn't agree to that, did they? they didn't agree to that. As a matter of fact, those are the biggest groups joining the protests across the uh, the country of France are the people that have been double-jabbed, and they're saying, okay, look, we made that decision, but we didn't agree to vaccine passports. We don't want those. Who said that we're going to have those, and why do we need them? If anything, they've proved not to even work. Don't you love it how the World Health Organization and the European Union, both of them, both of them, proposed the ideas The national governments ran with them, they're out of control with them, and now both the World Health Organization and the European Union say, no, sorry, uh, we're, we're discouraging their use. Wait a minute. You propose them. You're the one that put the idea out there. Don't you love how they do it? They put the idea out there. The ones under them that they've purposely set up to take the fall from We the People, they're the ones that are going to go down for it. The governments are going to go down for it. It's meant to discredit the national governments. Understand that the Great Reset and social credit is about getting rid of your national sovereignty. There will be no governments. There will be no national governments under that system. That's not how it works. National governments have to be discredited. Right now, we're being positioned to put those people up as a scapegoat. We're the ones that are being pitted against them on purpose by the people that want them out of the way. You notice that the uh that the uh the leaders at the uh the COP 26 meeting, yeah. It was a meeting of financiers like Gates and these people, you know, the, the Soros type and that ilk, You know, they, they were all there, the Bezos and all the rest of it. Yeah, they were all there. You had the national government leaders that were there in attendance, but they didn't really do a whole lot of talking. Yeah, Biden was up there breaking some wind. But the ones that you had talking were the ones above them. They were the ones that were setting the policies and making the deals on stage, weren't they? See, it wasn't the national governments. They've been tasked with certain things. They're not to deviate from that. They're there to put on a face and and make it look good and dress it all up and everything else and carry the message. At the end of the day, the bankers don't care about them. They're put there to take the fall. They don't have a seat at the table. They never do.
1: To to your point about the vaccine passports and all of that nonsense they're doing, they were the ones that proposed it, the, the elite. We played the video of the, uh, what was it, the she was one of the heads or whatever of the EU that was proposing, uh, doing
0: the 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 vaccine oh, yeah. passports. Vondelain, yeah. yeah. She says, "Oh, yeah, I've yeah. got I've got my COVID passport right here, my EU COVID passport. It's going to allow me to travel all over the uh, the continent now. And uh, it's our hope that governments will adopt this idea and and take it and and run with it. Now they say don't use them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that was only a few months ago that that, that yep. came out. So." Uh-huh. After being gaslit by those people the entire year last year, well, longer now, but being ga- gaslit by these same people, why, why would anyone in their right mind
0: believe these people? I have an answer for you. And the answer is, is because they are not of their right mind at the moment. They've been traumatized. People have been put into a state of learned helplessness. They're in a state of cognitive dissonance. That's where they are. They've been placed there. Mass hysteria has Stockholm gripped them. Sin- yeah.
1: Stockholm syndrome.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mass hysteria has gripped them. I-, I was meeting with some people over the weekend. And I mean, the response I got from these people were, it was, it was quite simple. They said, oh yeah, we hope it'll get back to a sense of normalcy at some point. And I'm like, oh, it, w- it will. You know, I kind of, I kind of just, I, I didn't get into it because that's just, I I really just didn't want to go down that, that rabbit hole. But <laughs> well,
1: I would have went down that rabbit hole and been like with that kind of attitude and that kind of perspective, it's not going to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I didn't say that, but my response was, oh, it will. And the reason I say it will is because I saw what's happened over the last weekend here. I've seen that. There's a reason these leaders are coming out now and they're literally begging people to get jabbed. There's a reason they're doing that. There's a reason that these governments are now locking down their populations. There's a reason. Uh, hell, the Austrians, the Austrians, do you know it's illegal to protest there now? D- did you know? Honestly, it's, it's illegal to protest there. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. And he probably doesn't. That's how disconnected from reality some son of a... I shouldn't say it, should I? Uh, That's that's how disconnected someone like that is. But they actually made protesting in Austria illegal over the weekend. Same thing in Italy. It is now illegal to protest in Italy, in the cities. You can no longer have mass protests in the cities of Italy. Do you know what that means? I mean, what? You're going to be told that by what? Some unelected banker? In Italy, Draghi? Seriously? A- again, d- when when is anybody going to wake up to the fact? Like you were just saying, when is anybody going to wake up to the fact that these people that are being changed out in the middle of terms are not elected? None of them are. I don't think any of I don't think any of the predecessors were either. Now that I think on it, you know, yeah, n- now that I'm looking at well. it, uh, yeah.
1: Side note, real quick. I'm sorry the, the the sexism just really really caught me off guard there. What? When you were se- when you were about to say yeah, you were about to say <laughs> son of a female dog. Oh yes, East. yes, yeah. And now, I the reason I pointed that out is because that is frowned upon. But if you were to say "son of a bastard," that's okay. When it's literally the male version of yeah, that's the the, yeah. the female. So uh, anyway, I, I just wanted to point out the sexism and the and the the fact that of the phrases there there is an equality there because um, as a guy, we typically typically are more defensive of women. Just saying, so yeah. it makes sense why that's there. But I know. Patriarchy, I get it.
0: (laughs) All right, Um, you know what? Like I said, uh, this is going to be this is going to be abbreviated today. So there's more that I want to cover. I don't want to sit here and rant and rave about about COVID and protests across the continent of Europe. But I mean, big things are happening. Uh, Big things are happening. The uh, the resistance movements, quite frankly, if you look at them, there's a reason the media is not out there. Why, Why is the media not out there? Why do you really have to ask yourself that question at this point? They don't want anyone to see that there is a massive, massive army standing. At their doorstep, they don't want anybody to see that. You've got Gadsden flags being waved in the streets of Milan. That is a big problem for the elites. That is a big problem for them. Hell, you've got yeah. you've got you've got Poland. Po- Do you saw all the people that were marching on the Polish Independence? That, that wasn't some right wing. I, I don't care what the media says. That wasn't some right far right right wing uh, march. It was the Polish Independence Day. The media, the mainstream media, come out comes out and says, "Oh, this is a far right march in the in the in the streets of Warsaw." No, it was a Polish Independence Day. It's like July fourth in the U.S. Like I, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at that, Bruce. You, you and I are watching it. We're like, "This is what we expect on yeah. an Independence Day for a nation." That's what, yeah. you, that, like, that's the kind of turnout you expect. They're marching down the streets with flags that say "F Biden" and "F everybody that voted for him." The Polish are doing that you saw the photos how (laughs) why
1: why is it that American like an American president why are they so concerned about an American president Uh, I'll tell you I I get it I, I I but for the Americans you you guys you really need to understand how much we affect the rest of the world our ideas have infiltrated the rest of the world not even infiltrated it's not even like we were it's like this is a more perfect union more perfect it's not perfect it's better than anything that we've had before and other countries are seeing this the the people are like it it empowers them so yeah you, you hold on to what we have i mean this is this is like once in a lifetime kind of a thing you know we can't lose this and they're, they're, they're trying to take it from us.
0: I think they're going to find it's a little bit more difficult than what they um, initially planned for. But uh, I hope so. You, um you, you said it, You you hit the nail right on the head. We set the tone for what happens around the world. The New Zealanders, do you know what the drug addict down there, the drug smoker, you know what she said? She said, oh, there's just a very small group of people here that we're dealing with. Just a very small group, (laughs) just a small group of people. Lady, if that's what you call a small group of people, that looks like it's more than half the population of your entire nation that's standing at your doorstep that stormed your office last week. If that's what you call a small group of people, then we have a very different understanding of, of what small means. Maybe you need to lay off the pipe a little bit. But they're waving, the New Zealanders, the Kiwis. I know we've got New Zealand listeners. Thank you all very much down there. That means a lot to us. You're waving American flags at your protests. The New Zealanders are doing that. It's the idea of America. It's not, it's not America as, a, as a, a piece of land. That's not what it is. It's the idea that we gave to the world. It's that idea of go to hell, you overbearing, overpowering, too centralized government. Get lost. We don't need you. We can take care of ourselves. What did I say in the beginning of this? We were breaking away from them naturally, as in the centralization. We were breaking away from it naturally. We didn't need that system anymore. We were in the process of pulling out of the mainstream media that all, all of these international agreements, all these international organizations, we were pulling out of all of that. Brexit, the populist movement in the continent of Europe, Donald Trump getting elected. We were pulling away from that. We were chinking away at their armor. We didn't need their news media anymore. You've got a, a world of information, literally a world of information at your fingertips in your pocket. It's called a smartphone. You can use it however you want. I don't particularly like the way that it's, you know, low jacked into everything that you do. But let's face it, at the moment, there are workarounds for it if you want to go the extra mile for it. But that's a side issue at the moment. But my point is, is we were pulling away from that system. We didn't need their money anymore. If it kept on that way, cryptocurrencies popped up, right? It was decentralized. We were pulling out of that system. We don't need their schools anymore. You notice schools have been a big target in the United States. Now you can see it more than ever because of COVID. The virtual classrooms, now it's definitely on self-destruct, the public school system. We didn't need that anymore. We can homeschool our kids. We don't need your media. We don't need your money. We don't need your your global one-road supply chain out of Beijing. We don't need it. We can do it ourselves, then you got COVID. Oh, no. You need all of them now, don't you? Now you've got passports to go everywhere in their system that they're keeping to enslave you. That's what it's all about. Like I said, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and go on about that, uh, go on about all that for the, the rest of this time. But uh, I, I want to talk about uh, some of this uh, this infrastructure, Bill, because uh, this is just, this is horrendous. Okay. We've got a, a backlog problem in the United States right now at the ports. I don't know if you've heard anything. Bruce, have you heard about a, uh, something about a port problem or something like that and, you know cargo yeah, ships backed
1: yeah. up or some some along those lines yeah something something about yeah. about 100 and some ships backed
0: yeah. up and unable yeah, to like, yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, you can't offload in the East and West Coast of the United States. So that's, that's a little bit of a problem. Well, well, I'll tell you what that is. The problem is, is is, there are so many goods coming into the United States that we just don't have the infrastructure to support it all. The Americans have so much money. Mm-hmm. They've got so much money. More mm-hmm. Americans are working than ever before. Of course, they're all being fired uh, at the same time because of vaccine mandates. And, you know, funny thing on that real quick. I was thinking about this as I was driving uh, through town today. Do you know the vaccine mandates? I find something very strange about all those vaccine mandates, the illegal vaccine mandates, I might add. All of them are illegal. I don't care what country you're in because this is not an approved uh, method of treatment. It's an experimental method of treatment, and it's done under emergency use authorization. That's illegal any way, you, any way you strike it. All of the businesses that are being told that they have to implement a vaccine mandate, you notice these are all the businesses that are not ESG compliant. Have you picked up on that yet?
1: I guess they are, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I hadn't looked at that. At all? Yeah. I was just thinking about it today. I was I was in the car and I'm like, I was listening to a uh, to the radio and I'm like, all these places that are implementing these these that are being told they have to implement uh, vaccine mandates for their employees. These are all the ones that are not ESG compliant. And when I say ESG compliant, these are all the ones that are not on board with Klaus Schwab and company down in Davos. All of them. We have a list of all the people that are on board with the World Economic Forum. Every business that is not involved with the World Economic Forum, and that goes for government employees, they're not ESG compliant. So the militaries are not ESG compliant. The small businesses are not ESG compliant. So they're not going to be a part of this. They have no place in this. It's only the companies that are on board with the ESGs, environmental, social, and governance goals. That's what they are. That's what ESGs are. If you're not part of this this green fourth industrial revolution where it's stakeholders, not shareholders, if you're not a part of that, at least at this point, I haven't seen any businesses in that list that... Have mandated vaccines for their employees. I haven't seen that yet.
1: Yeah, thank you on it. Because uh, the, the the ones that were that are kind of on the list are ones that they have to eradicate anyway. Because you're not allowed to travel out like Correct. past five kilometers from your home. Correct. Like airline industry, for example, they want that to collapse because the only right. ones that can travel is the elite. Correct. So
0: that's why they're building these yeah. these uh, hyperso- or, uh, hypersonic or They're building these supersonic jets that only have like 15, 20 seats in them because it's just going to be them. It's not going to be you. That's definitely what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And you've seen the businesses that are on board with, uh, for example, the banking uh, businesses like uh, UBS, United Bank of Scotland. They've already said from the start, they said this months ago, they said, we have no intention. We're not going to implement a vaccine uh, mandate for our employees. Work from home. Don't worry about it. It's not going to affect your job. If you're part of that group, you don't have a mandate. Anyway, I just thought that yeah, was but it, uh, kind of strange. At the That's same how time, they're,
1: they're, yeah, but at the same time, there's organizations that do have a mandate, which uh, you know wouldn't fit into the ESG stuff. True, uh, but they're saying no, uh, we're not, we're not doing it. Um, we just had our national guard here in this in Oklahoma say no, nah, the mm-hmm. the yeah, I heard they, about they, that. They, we're not doing it. Yeah, I heard um, about local banks, those kind of things. Not only are they not ESG compliant. Uh, but well, my my bank personally, they've been sending out warnings to their other um, uh, customers and being like, uh, guys, you need to be talking to your congressmen and your senators. You need to be talking to your reps because some of these bills they're trying to pass are going to destroy you, and uh, and they're trying to they're trying to get the the word out. So you know. Um, you you do still have organizations that are tech that fit into the category that
0: are resisting. That is true. That is true. Just uh, dis- okay. So I I got way off topic there, but uh, I I just thought that was kind of strange, I, and I had to I had to point that out as I was I was thinking on today. I'm like, wait a minute, all these companies that are that are ESG compliant, they're not mandating vaccines. All the little guys are being told they have to do it. All the little ones. Yeah, that's that's another way they're shutting down the businesses. Anyway, um, so the. Shipping logjam that's going on at the uh, the ports. You'll be happy to know that this infrastructure bill—I'm doing the air quotes—infrastructure. This infrastructure bill is going to allocate two hundred and fifty million dollars specifically to investigate the target. Excuse me, specifically to target truck emissions at the ports. So, in other words,
1: this is like uh, okay. So we we have a lot of ships out waiting to be unloaded, um, uh, waiting to dock and unload offload uh-huh um but our solution to that is not um it, you know stop the 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 mandates and whatnot on our em- employees and having them come back to work instead our um solution is to charge x amount of money per container uh, that those ships have and fine them for sitting out there waiting to dock
0: yes and now you're going to have to uh, take care of the emissions yeah. that the trucks are going to right produce which means course you're going
1: to have a shortage of trucks delivering so it's going to compound the issue so yes this is an infrastructure bill this is exactly this is paving the way this is laying down the asphalt for their new one world one government system
0: Section 11402 of the bill is entitled Reduction of Truck Emissions at Port Facilities, and it calls for the Transportation Secretary, which is Pothole Pete, uh, to establish a program to reduce idling at port facilities. The bill calls for the Transportation Secretary to study how ports and intramodal port transfer facilities would benefit from increased opportunities to reduce emissions at ports, including through the electrification of port operations. You knew that one was coming, didn't you? Uh Uh-huh. In particular, the secretary is to study emerging technologies, meaning the technologies that they have all their investments in, and procedures that would help reduce emissions at ports from idling trucks. That's like saying uh, cows flatulence affects greenhouse gases, the the CO2 level in the atmosphere. It's the same thing. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. The $250 million will fund ways to test, evaluate, and deploy projects that reduce port-related emissions from idling trucks, including through the advancement of port electrification and improvements in efficiency, focusing on port operations, including heavy-duty commercial vehicles and other related projects. You know, I'm wondering... You know, they they said that the U.S. military would be an all-electric fleet by, what was it, like 2000, was it 2030, 2035, (laughs) something like that? Yeah, it's soon, yeah, Yeah. something like that, Okay. How on earth are you, (laughs) you can't can't make a, you can't, like, let's just look at this practically, will you? I mean, for God's sake, let's try and apply logic, Uh, this is the problem, we're trying to apply logic to an emotional argument here because... That's what everybody's been turned into is think about your feelings. Uh, And when you try to explain something logically to one of these morons that think that electric is the future, uh, they don't understand that electricity has to be generated somehow. They don't get that. And they don't understand the process and the procedure and the, the pollution it takes to manufacture a battery from raw materials they don't understand that. So they get all emotional and start screaming at you like a hysterical person. And you're trying to apply logic to that situation. It's not going to work. It is not going to work. So let me, let me think about this just for one second, because this works the same way. With an electric car, you're going to take the emissions that are being produced by that car that are scattered around everywhere, and you're going to centralize them in one place that you control, right? The coal fire plant or the nuclear plant, whatever it's going to be. You're going to put all the emissions in one place. Okay? That's what they do with electric cars. This is the exact same thing. The exact same thing. You're going to take all the emissions from these idling trucks, which is just an excuse in my opinion. You're going to take all these emissions that are being created, and you're going to centralize them in one place if you put electrification on the docks. Now, then they can create shortages whenever they want, because then they can say, oh, there was a glitch in the power grid. Uh, there was a problem with the batteries, and we we just couldn't, we couldn't get that moving at this point. They can create the artificial shortages whenever they damn well please. That's what it's about. It's not about saving emissions. They can give a damn about saving emissions. Have you seen what these pigs were eating in, in Glasgow? They don't give a damn about the environment. You see those piles of garbage that were outside of that building where they were hauled up in? They don't care about that stuff. Do you see how many tons of CO2 they emitted from their fat asses being shuttled in on those private jets? that they attended this meeting at? Did you see how many tons of CO2 Bill Gates's yacht puts out a day and they care about the environment? Please, please. I can tell you're just, yeah, there's there's nothing you can say. <laughs> what, there's nothing. There's what, nothing can to you, what can you say to that? I, I mean, it's just, it's, I get so burned up over that. And here I said, this was going to be a short one. I, I always say that, don't I? Yeah. It's, yeah we're just going to do a short one today. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. Do you want to spend the last couple of minutes here? We we will sh- we will cut this a little short. Do you want to spend the last couple of minutes here? Do you want to talk about? Uh, w- I'll give you two choices. We can talk about the end of the Rittenhouse trial, which is coming up, a- and the fallout of what that's possibly going to be, or we can talk about the Steve Bannon thing. Which one you want to do?
1: I mean, they they kind of they kind of tie into each other in that our system is
0: effed up. Or, yeah, our yeah, justice it's, it's, system—it's it's all political witch hunts, yeah. But I mean, it's yeah. E- either one, it does it doesn't I, really matter. I I think. The I think thing's a little Rittenhouse hotter. is, yeah.
1: that, one's, that one's a little bit more important, I think, yeah. for, the, for the average person. Whereas Bannon, it, that's going to be an argument. That That's just another way to try to go after Trump. That's yeah. basically all that is. Mm-hmm. And in the long run, I mean, it might affect us somewhat, but honestly, th- that one doesn't really hold as far as the average person. So I, I think Rittenhouse would be the okay. more
0: All important right. one. The National Guard has been called in or activated and called in uh, in Wisconsin uh, ahead of the uh, the verdict, meaning they're anticipating a not guilty verdict. I'm assuming because I guess BLM <laughs> and Antifa say they're going to burn the city down. I mean, how how can you not call this a not guilt a non guilty verdict? How, how can you not call this that?
1: Well, it, it's it's pretty obvious that's what it's going to be because um, it, the weapons charge. Has already been dropped, uh, the dangerous weapon or whatever the charge was. Um, that's what basically they were the argument like was. That was the case. That was, that was part of it. Yeah. The other one was, uh, manslaughter or whatever. And they dropped um, the curfew charge or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. The, the interesting note, by the way, that came out in the trial that, that, uh, obviously media hasn't talked about. Uh, he was given a, uh, bullet resistant vest by law enforcement. Law enforcement knew he was there and sanctioned it by giving him a bullet resistant vest, which he was not wearing that night. He gave it to uh, a friend to wear because he was in a more dangerous location. But law enforcement gave him one. I mean, it's kind of the, the the guy is uh, he works as a lifeguard down there um he was in the area when this went down they, it he offered him uh, medical assistance all that stuff he was there to help and was assaulted and the thing is is when you look at the track record of the the people uh and look at their criminal records one of the guys he shot was a known pedophile that assaulted five kids yeah the uh, Rittenhouse was technically a minor at the time as well so it, it you could go after him if he was still alive uh, for a sixth count because that's what he was attempting to do. Okay. But it, it, this is all going to get thrown out. It, it I, has I to. Get, I, he's going to yeah. be acquitted.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's got to be that way. And the, the reason I the reason I say that is because of the picture I'm about to show you. I don't think you've seen this yet. So the kid's accused of double murder, right? But that's the uh, base of the case, right? He's,
1: yeah, double murder and yeah. and attempted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's he's charged with double murder. Yeah, two counts of murder and attempted murder. Okay, fine. So well, I mean it's not fine, but you get what I'm saying. So that's what he's charged yeah. with. So the prosecution is showing video right of the uh, you know how they were showing the videos of of uh, all the different angles and different uh, Mm -hmm. shots and and things they were they were claiming
1: Rittenhouse was chasing uh, one of the the people that he
0: shot here uh, Uh and and uh, one of these clearly I don't know if this is the one but which clearly he was not but anyway he was not the, the point is is that the judge has to see those videos too. Right. It's admitted. It's admitted as evidence. He has to see Mm -hmm. him. The jury has to see it. So therefore, they all have to be looking at the screen. Right. Mm -hmm. So here is clearly this is not photoshopped. This is the judge, as you can clearly see. Okay, this is Rittenhouse over his shoulder. And that's one of the attorneys over his shoulder.
1: That's it, the defense attorney.
0: Yes. Yes. The defense attorney. Okay. So clearly you can see what everybody's watching and, and on the monitor behind him is where the jury can see it, right? That's the monitor for the jury to see. So that's pointed over that direction. The judge has to come off the bench and sit out front in front of where Rittenhouse is in order to watch that. You can clearly see how close he is to the judge, right? Now here's a kid who is charged with two counts of murder. And one count of attempted murder. Nobody in that entire courtroom even felt the need to say that the kid was sitting right behind a judge with his back. The judge's back to the kid, unshackled, unhandcuffed, and he's within charged with within arms reach. Within arms, literally within arms reach, and yeah. he's charged with double murder.
1: Yeah, that judge would have just looked at you and said, "You're this is, that's ridiculous." You better restrain like, him
0: if that's if that's <laughs> yeah. indeed a vicious killer that they're claiming that it is. Yeah. I mean, th- this judge, I actually,
1: he's, he's one of, he's an, uh, looks like he's what, 60 or so in, in that range. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's,
0: I think he's 70, but he's, he's old school. The judge 70, is old okay. school. Yeah, he, he's, that, he's that, old school. That
1: was what I was getting at. Yeah. yeah. He's old school and he doesn't put up with the, the BS and, and all that. And I I think for Rittenhouse's sake and for the sake of, because this is the thing, if the left were to win on this argument, then you would have the right to own a gun but you couldn't use it as self defense that's what this is that's what this case is about it's about the, your right to use your second amendment right to defend yourself
0: the prosecutor even said that he he even said that he says well you forfeit your right to self defense the minute you take a gun to uh the, the minute you you uh take possession of a gun what no what? That that's that, not how it's ever worked in America. Yeah, of course not. If that's the case, then the whole Second Amendment would be would be null and void. The, the concealed carries out the window. Well, open carries out the window. What's the point?
1: Which I mean, concealed carry having to go in and get the permit and license and all that is uh, I think unconstitutional. And, I, yeah,
0: I agree. And I think yeah. that's, the whole thing's unconstitutional. At first the I I personally believe that the entire country should be constitutional carry. Quite frankly, uh, it's yeah. It should be. It should be open or concealed. Either one. Right to bear arms. E- either one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right to bear arms so you should be able to conceal or open carry
1: uh here it, that that's just the way it should be uh nationwide it, and states that come forward and say uh well we're going to mandate you like for example some of these major cities saying well there's essentially a gun ban uh that's unconstitutional uh,
0: again you can see here's another shot of uh Rittenhouse standing directly behind the judge watching as the uh, the prosecution yeah. both are standing up there uh, narrating as to uh, what's going on in the video. Unhandcuffed, right behind, accused of double murder, right behind the judge. No one seems to point that out. No, no one in the jury seems to say. Not even, no, not even the prosecution Not even pointing the prosecution. that out. <laughs> they,
1: they know they don't have a case so badly that they can't make the argument that he needs to be shackled. It is it is absolutely like the the thing is, is even if prosecution tried to make the case that he should be shackled, it would end up being make they would end up making the case as to why he shouldn't be shackled. That's how inept this prosecution is in this one. They keep bringing forth evidence and trying to make points and pointing out video and saying, oh, there's FBI footage that we have that we just uh, acquired, which the defense wasn't made privy to, but they end up showing the footage and it's like. That right there is Kyle Rittenhouse running from Rosenbaum or whatever the guy's name was, and it's like it's pretty clear he was running from him. What uh, were they anyway. hoping
0: with this case? I, I'm talking about the uh, as you said the left. I, I'm, what what were they hoping with this case? What what is it? What what were they? What are they trying to do? Are they or is it just they're they're that disconnected from reality and they think they can literally to the point right now where they can literally change reality before your very eyes?
1: There was. A couple statements I don't remember them offhand, but I remember thinking uh, when when the prosecution brought them forward, I was like, "That is a left wing agenda," and if that would have taken root, this case would have been over and they would have won. Prosecution would have won, and I don't remember what it was exactly, but I remember hearing it and, and being like, uh, "But they shot it down really quick," and it like easily shot it down. Um, the 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 thing is, is uh, technically this is a win win for them technically. Um, it's a big win if they would have won the case and, uh, he would have been charged with murder, uh, because then that would set precedent around the nation. Uh, to, you, you can't self-defense, no, no self-defense. Um, that would have set the precedent. But if they lose the case, they already have their, um, their brown shirts saying we're going to burn down kenosha so is that this it? doesn't go the way we want is that
0: it they're they're just looking they're they're just looking okay so i i can see that point so they're just looking for maximum chaos that's all they want is they want the excuse to go out and riot
1: well yeah the, i i think that's part of it but i think the the real goal was to try to uh make more of a case more of a precedent to take our guns uh, right i, I but, think that was i mean the,
0: you, you can't you, know. you can't do that. I mean, if they had if they had uh, obviously they don't have that judge in their back pocket. If they would have had a right. judge that would have been in their favor, that would have helped them. But I mean, you would think that they'd want to turn the tables uh, that way too. The jury though. I I'm
1: I'm still all the stuff that we're seeing that's coming out of this, it is like hands down if you're a common sense person, if you can just look at the facts, take disconnect yourself from all the media coverage of this and just look at what the facts that are being presented, uh you, it's clear Kyle is innocent in this. Like he was, it was self-defense. He was justified. But the 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 problem is the 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 way the media is showing this and the jury, if they're if they're um, enhanced, shall we say, um, they may not vote the way uh, they they may. They, I don't know. They may convict him. Is basically what I'm getting at. Uh, uh, whether it be because they are bought off themselves or because they've been scared into doing it do you roast one kid uh and get him thrown away in prison uh but if you don't do it so if you do it you you you, you avert riots you avert people's businesses and homes and all that being destroyed or do you um not and, and acquit him and then have your city potentially burned down which, which do trial. you do same thing this this exactly is same thing. It, it, yeah so it, it, it's um The jury might end up convicting him, even though all the evidence is showing that he was justified. Even though this is an open and shut case, the jury may still just to try to avert riots.
0: But how do you call that? Like, how is that? How's that a justice system? Like, it's it's not that that's not a justice system at all. What you you do it because you're afraid.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, And honestly, if they tried to appeal uh, that they would win. But.
0: Yeah, they'd win. I mean, uh, just like I think that you know the appeal for uh, what's his name, the the cop on, in the George Floyd children. thing, he's going to win the appeal. Of course, he's going to win the yeah, appeal. Yeah, I think. So. I think so. He'll have yeah. to. I mean, my God, the the the, the man's the, the the man's blood oxygen saturation level was it ninety? What was it like ninety three percent when yeah. he died? Yeah. And they, they, they released the footage of him cuffed in the back of the police car by himself saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. But they didn't bother to release that footage until what, a few months ago? They, they just conveniently left that part out.
1: Yeah. So this the man is, had enough heroin in his all, system to kill two men. Yeah. That, that's the bottom line is he had so much drug, so many drugs in his system that he was going to die anyway. He would have either died or he would have died in prison. And he
0: died of COVID. one death that day. And it was George one COVID-19 death that day. And it was George Floyd. Yeah. Um, so I don't know I, that that's what I'm concerned about
1: legitimately is that the, the, the jury is going to try to do a political move instead of a justice move.
0: Well, the closing arguments are today. So we shall see. You know, we uh, we literally ran it to just about the full time today. So so much for a uh, yeah. so much for an abbreviated podcast. Anyway, uh, for those of you not signed up to our Telegram page, get over there and get signed up to us, so we can make sure that you get all of these podcasts we put out here every day, and we also do our exclusive podcast once a week. This week might not be there; we haven't decided yet but um, we might be taking a, uh, an extra day this week. So um, yeah, uh, if that is indeed the case, then uh, we would just be putting out a, uh, a rerun. For those of you who would like to uh, get in contact with us or you would like to be a potential guest, please do reach out to us at dynamicpodcast.protonmail.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We are trying to grow and we do need your help in order to do that because we don't do social media around here. So we work off of uh, word of mouth. So if you could pass us along, we'd appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, if you're rating podcast. If you give us a rating when you get a chance, we would appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.